you can't accept giving up on yourself and not pushing forward because we must keep going forward. We always can do better. We can learn more. We can do more. And there's going to be bumps in the road, but we must keep going forward. Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm here with my man, Ryan. Ryan, what's up? What's up, Jared? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great today. So this episode is coming out November 28th, Monday, right after Thanksgiving. And hopefully all of you had an amazing Thanksgiving. And I just want to say thank you to the 42 universe. Thank you for trusting us. Thank you for saying, you know, I'm going to sign up for this gym and I'm going to, you know, hopefully, you know, get in shape and hopefully make a difference. And then you guys are like bought in and actually like, it's like you became families to us and and thank you so much. And this is from 42ers from the past and 42ers currently and 42ers in the future even, but thank you so much. We are nothing without you and you guys make our careers special. And Ryan and I were just talking about, and he might go into it, but how we feel wealthy and how that makes us in our careers, make us whole and feel special. And, um, I'll actually have you talk about that, Ryan, if you want, yeah, yeah. because, um, cause I just want to say thank you everybody. I'm going to pass this over Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Happy Thanksgiving guys. Hope you guys enjoyed your time with your friends, family, everybody. It's the best time of the year, right? Best, it's like yeah, it's holiday seasons, you know, this season, it's like, it's just joy, positivity. That's what's great. It's like everyone just, it's like the world just comes together and we all have peace. You it's know? the best holiday. It's the best. Like Thanksgiving is, is my favorite holiday. Me too. And it's just, we have a lot to be thankful for. And like Jerry was saying about us feeling wealthy, you know, like Dulce and I and Jerry, you know, we were having a conversation and it just led us to like really have that realization of how grateful we are to do what we do for a living. You know, we get to change lives every single day, but also we're able to care for our families and to be able to do a lot because of the 42 universe. And, you know, it's like having a community and so much love and so much support all the time. And, you know, there's not many careers and things in life that are like what we do. And I think sometimes we go, 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 go. And we all kind of had this realization. It's like, wow, there's so much to be thankful for and just be proud of everything. And that's because of you guys and what you guys give. You guys don't realize how much you guys look at it like I'm thankful for us. Like you, we change your lives. But the flip side is like we look at you guys the same. Like without you guys, there's a huge hole. And I'll yeah. tell you guys, like I realized I found that out the hard way. Right. I was with 42 for three years when I first started coaching and then I left for five years and I felt like a hole in my heart. It was just like emptiness. And then you guys coming back have filled that up again. And it's like, man, this is the greatest experience in the world as a coach. This is the highest level. This is the what I want to do with my life. This is it, you know? And I'm just super thankful every single day for you guys to be able to live the life we live and to be able to do it with Jerry, to do it with my wife, to do it with the team. It's just it's been nothing but a joy and it's just a wonderful experience. And you guys are the ones that provide that for us. So thank you. Did I share the story yet of my recruitment of you? 
No, but All you right. should. Yeah. So we were growing 42. We were, had success in, we had our El Paseo location, had a Palm Desert location. And I said, we got to go to Palm Springs. We got to do it. And I got the guy. I knew Ryan uh, in his other career. I knew there was some vulnerability where he could, uh, he could be plucked out of that. So I was like, you know what? I got to pitch him. So, and I knew, I knew the future Palm Springs. So I knew that if we got Ryan to run a studio, I knew how it would go. So thankfully it all worked out. So I went, I said, Ryan, I pitched him, him and Dulce. I said, you got to do this. Here's how it's going to work and the financial aspect of it. And so we had our meeting and I was waiting for them to come back and say yes. Then they came back and they said, you know, Jared, that sounds really good. I just, I just don't think, I just don't think it's for us. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, no, apparently I didn't pitch it right because no, this is going to be the most amazing thing. And then, and I read, rewrote out all the numbers and stuff. And Ryan's like, oh yeah, okay. And then him and Dulce and Dulce, yeah, sure. Okay, great. Thank God. Because, um, <laughs> but it was funny. It was, it's one of my greatest achievements uh-huh. in business was seeing the vision of Palm Springs and building it out and what it could become with the right people in charge of Ryan. And then eventually Dulce came on. So Anyway, that was the story. And Ryan, if you have any anything you can add in on that story. And that's exactly yeah. how it went down. It was like, <laughs> what we were doing was cool and stuff. And then we did the first one. He might've came back multiple times. I remember he, yeah. the thing about Jared is he is a fighter. Like he saw something, he wanted it. And it's funny too, because I had wanted it too. Like, cause like, say, like I said, I was missing that. And, you know, it came down to Jared really going after it, really trying to tell us and paint the picture. And then when I saw the picture, it was great. And then it came down to Dulce and really doing this together and having an opportunity to do something with her. And that changed her life. And like, that's what I was telling the 42ers over the weekend was like, Dulce was a big factor in that choice for me because she was so unhappy in her career and what she was doing. So it was like this game changer for both of us and an opportunity for both of us. And then it just worked out. So I became happier. Dulce became happier. Jared's happy. Everything just worked out. But it was definitely Jerry's persistence and uh, he, he's like that. That's what one reason we're so good together is he will keep going. And that's like, I call him a dog. Like he won't stop until it happens. You know what I mean? (laughs) Appreciate that, right? And you know, Palm Springs, you guys probably worked out today. It's Monday the 28th. You guys worked out. You know, I had a big part in that workout today (laughs) because it might not have ever been happening if I didn't say, right, no, 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 no. You got to do this and, and convince them. And I am, and think about the pressure on me that like, I was like, oh shoot, like, I hope this works out because I really, really pushed this guy. So anyway, all happily ever after. We're good uh, now. We're good. All right, cool. So if I could ask you guys that are enjoying this podcast, please share it with some friends, families, share it on social media. The whole point of this is to speak to our members, but also to have messages that would resonate with the community as well. And I think we're doing some good stuff. We're hearing a lot of great feedback from people that we know that are like, oh, I really listened to it. I I took this away. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. People are actually listening. And so it really matters to us if you could help spread the word for us because it's all about helping people. That's what the Fit and 42 Life's about is Ryan and I have a lot of experience in dealing with a lot of different issues with, with clients and fitness and health and problem solving. And so 
we created this to share that with you. So hopefully you could take some things away to better your life. And hopefully we can better more people's lives. That being said, rolls right into, this is the 28th coming out. Black Friday's still going on. I think it's Cyber Monday right now, but we still have our deals probably till Wednesday. And if you know anyone that wants to be a part of the Fit and 42 universe, we have some really good membership deals too, so that you could give them for gifts or hand them out to people that refer people that need to change. And as you know, that the 42 universe and our studios is where people become a part of something and they can really change for the best. So if you can check those out, send them over to people that you know might uh, need some help. All right. So this last weekend we had our fit and 42 ended and rolled right into the fit games. So Ryan, please take that away and and just share some of your experiences. Yeah. So with the fit games and the end of the 42, this is like, we, it happens twice a year. This happens, right? So we end up stacking fit games in a 42 together. And that's kind of the last day we do the fit games and then we do the 42 ceremony. And it's like the most incredible weekend ever. It's like the best Saturday. We go hard all the way from the morning, all the way through. And the fit games is so much fun. We rocked it out in La Quinta, rocked it out in Palm Springs and just everyone getting together like a big old family and just doing their measurable test. It's just like this electrifying energy with all the coaches there. We're having fun. We're smiling. And that's what this is all about for us, you know, coming together, doing events like that and just having a blast. And the fit games, everyone looks forward to the fit games and, and putting that work in and having fun. And then we stacked it with the 42 closing well, uh, right, ceremony. Real yeah. quick, uh, with the fit games, what is the purpose of the fit games? Yeah. So like the purpose, the fit games, if you don't know, it is, it's a measurable test. So if you look at it in fitness, when people come in, we're always worried about body fat and muscle mass and water intake and all these measurables like that. That's one way to measure success. But there's also other ways and that's based off your performance and your capability. So like we do the one, uh, we do the mile run, we do push up tests, we do pull up tests, we do all these measurables that you do, and then you do them to the best of your ability. And it's a you versus you competition. So if you do it the first time, you get those stats, you get those numbers, then the next time you try to beat yourself. And it's incredible because you get to look back and see how you've progressed. Cause it's not always about the scale, but when you're able to run faster, lift more, do pull-ups. Maybe you never even done a push-up in your life and now you're doing 20 of them. It's like these really rewarding moments that happen. And that's what it's all about. It's just a measurable test. And it's more like a military assessment test to really push you in a certain way. And then it's like you do all these record-breaking performance for effort, but the accumulation of all of those exercise, it's one heck of a day. It's really hard, very taxing, very difficult, and something to be proud of every time you accomplish it. And then you break those personal records and you see your achievements. And that's really what the games is ultimately about. And everybody loves it. Like the members love it. You guys love it. And then we love it as coaches because we get to just go in there and have a blast. What I love about the Fit Games, I was in La Quinta this weekend and they did an amazing job it's just fun. It takes you out of what we regularly do, the training, the classes, and it's just a fun, energetic, action-packed, just crazy fest of just hard work. But the hard work with someone else, you're with all your people 
and you're doing it together and there's so many high fives and so many hugs and so many people that guys in our, in our normal days, we don't get a lot of high fives. We don't get a lot of hugs. We don't get a lot of like, oh, I'm super proud of you. Oh my God, that was great. You don't get a lot of people cheering you on when you're really tr- getting tired and people are like, let's go, let's go. You got this. So-and-so you got this. And it's so much fun to watch in, in people's eyes that, that might, they might not be that aggressive of people in their everyday. They're just, just kind of, they work at a desk and this, and, but then they go to the fit games and they're just trying so hard and they're, they're closing their eyes and they're pushing and they're sweating and they're just trying, trying, trying. And it's just the energy. And then it's over the whistle blows. There's the high fives. And then it's just like, Oh my God. Like it's for us. Like that's who we are. We grew up with that stuff in sports and stuff. But to see the normal person that never really had that doesn't know what it's like to to be a part of that and to see that and it's like, man. So we do this a few times a year, and um, it's always just it just makes us so happy to see people just. And when I see people that are proud of themselves and people are cheering on other people, it's like, man, that's what it's about. That's what it's all about for us. That's yeah. the ultimate reward as coaches is to see people develop. You know, that's what we do to see you guys grow, to see you guys expand, to see you guys evolve. And then when we see that, it's like, wow, this is what it's all about. You know what I mean? So the fit games is freaking amazing. And we did that. And then we did the closing ceremonies for fit. Like it's an incredible day for us. Like usually that's like enough just to fit games. But now we got a stack of 42 closing ceremonies. So we finished off our, our six weeks of fit and 42 and wow, like I know, like I led my team in Palm Springs. It was incredible. Just waterworks the whole time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like closing ceremonies is like tears and crying and uh, special. it's so much it's happiness. Awesome. It's this blend. Like it, unless you've done a 42 and you've been at a closing ceremony, like it's hard to even explain the joy and the happiness because you got to think guys like six weeks prior, when we get people doing 42, usually they're in a very dark place. There's a lot of depression. There's a lot of anxiousness. Uh, People are going through personal stuff like divorces and uh, family deaths and traumas and all this stuff, right, is going on before. And that's what made people make the decision like, I need to change. I I need help, you know, and they come to us and they ask for that help. And then fast forward six weeks later, you see this dramatic change in every single person. And that's what it's all about. And that's just everyone being happy, like, like, and then having the discussion and people were like, I have hope again, hope guys, like hope, like what are you without hope? You're in a dark abyss that you can't get out of. And now people are like, I have hope again. I see my potential. I see what I'm capable of. They're like, wow, I've never seen the power of community. And I got friends for life, people that support me. I'm educated now. Wow. I know how to eat right. I know how to do self-care. I know how to do reflections. I know how to look at all. I'm reading again. I'm listening to like everyone's just going off. And then they're seeing how it changes their kids because guess what? Those people are the leaders of their families and they're eating right. They're eating properly. And all of a sudden their family's eating right. Their kids are acting better. Things are changing. Their relationships with their spouses is better. It's like this profound thing that happens And I know for me, that's what I live for. Like, that's the moment. It's those moments when you see the expansion of a person, when you see the development of a person and the closing ceremonies, that's what it's all about for us. That's what we live for. And our team is there. I was, I I didn't break this time. I I almost (laughs) cried like six times. I held it together, but Dulce got teary eyed and our team was crying. 
it's this emotional roller coaster, but of joy. So it's not sadness, it's joyfulness. And like, that's the best reason to cry because you're so happy about what's going on, right? And that's what we've seen. It just, just think about that day. That was our day. That's what we get to do. And because of you guys, it's incredible. Fit games, it's like, it's an electrifying event. And then we have these closing ceremonies and to see change, to see evolution in people. And then they start their postseason. So now we're in postseason because guess what? The results continue. We got to keep it rolling, keep it going. And everyone's locked in there. So it's just, we live the dream, Jared. We just, yeah. we really do, you know? Yeah, you're right, man. <laughs> what I love about the end of 42 is you look in people's eyes and they committed to themselves for 42 days. That's hard to do. If you think about it, anyone can commit to any period of time whenever they want. And it's just hard to do. So when we came up 42, we said, hey, this is a deadline-oriented program. It's a start and a finish. So when all these 42ers, they said, I'm going to do this. And then they actually saw it through because a lot of times people don't keep their promises to themselves. And so they did it. And then to look in their eyes and how proud they are of themselves and like their new habits. And it's a, such an emotional time when you hear people's stories of, of the way they were feeling and it's hard for Ryan and I because we, and, and it's like a, this is not an advertisement to get people to join the coaching industry <laughs> of 42, but what we do every day and we get to see people and just support them and high five them and hug them and tell them to lift heavier weights and stuff. It's, it's really enjoyable, but to hear people that weren't in a good place and they were really struggling with a variety of reasons. And now 42 program helped change their outlook on life and gave them hope. Like Ryan said, it's hard to uh, keep it together when you're up there because you're just so proud of everyone. You're like, man, this is a great moment. And like, um, I would assume like a, a boot camp. I'm not a military guy. Casey, my brother, he was military, but I would think it's similar to obviously a lesser extent, but going through 42 together with your coaches and all the members, there's a bond there that you'll they'll have forever because they did it every single day for six weeks together and they battled and there was obviously problem solving all along the way. There was people that wanted to quit. There was people that had got injured. There's people that had to be talked off a ledge, all this stuff. And that, that camaraderie and bond is something that they'll have forever. The 42 ends and it'll be, it will come back later in the year or next year, but it's just cool, like the bond that will always be there from that. So that's really cool. Right. Is there any story that really stuck out to you that was like, man, that was so powerful that you heard this last weekend that you could? There was a few. So like yeah. I said, the hope thing, that was a big one. You know, that was why one of our, our members, Jessica, and she's awesome. You know, she's awesome. She's kind of one of those quieter assassins there. Because you get a blend. You get some people that are very vocal. You get some people that just silently get the job done. And like, I remember, because when you lead a program, you're there for the kickoff, right? You're there for orientation. And usually that's when you see everyone at their lowest state, right? That's it. And then six weeks later, you see them at their highest state. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, in, as a coach, you remember all of that. And I just remember where Jessica was and where she was. And then she was telling about us about how, the changes she's had over the six weeks. And then the key word was hope. Like in damn near, I almost broke down because to think she didn't have hope before, you know what I mean? And now she does. Like you got to think about that, to be in that state of mind and then to 
over a six week frame to change your whole outlook on your life. That was like, whoa. And then there was another one that stuck out. It was kind of funny. I'm not going to say the name on this one, but one of our guys was talking about dependency. His word was dependency on flour. If you don't know, <laughs> that's, 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 that's code word for marijuana. It was like, you know, but he was being very vulnerable and very honest about who he is and saying he was dependent on it, like in order to sleep, in order to function, in wow. order to do things. And now he's not. And I took away dependency because guess what? He is de- was dependent on marijuana and broke that habit. And then a lot of our guys were dependent on sugar and broke that habit, right? They were dependent on alcohol and broke that habit. And in a lot of our members open up about alcoholism, like, like yeah. they finally said it in front of the group. So they bro- a lot of people broke their dependencies on all of these things in order to enhance their life. And 42 was the solution to it. And it's just things like that. Like I could go on and on and on about these things, but those are the things that stand out. It's like breaking dependency, having hope again, the power of friendship and connectiveness. And it's just like, you guys see me getting high. I could talk about this all day. It's like, it's just incredible what happens over such a short period of time. And the fact that my team got through it and we had such not only physical changes, but the mental and emotional evolutions of people. That's what 42 is all about. Like we didn't just get better results physically on the scale. Their minds changed, their emotional state changed. And that's what I took away and what I was most proud of from every single person because they committed to it. That's awesome. Congratulations, everybody. So let's move on to the quote of the day. And and I like these because we get to read a quote and we just kind of say what it means to you. And I, it's just something we like to do at 42. The quote this week, failure is not falling down but refusing to get up. It's like you didn't fail unless you just just gave up. Then it's a failure. It's just as long as you keep trying, you keep pushing forward, you can make it. But if you just give up and quit, then the game's over. So that's a really big one with your fitness journey is like it's only a failure if you just stop and you just give up and say, no, I'm just, no. Because... With fitness, guys, and health and living healthy, and it's all mental. You can't just stop and, and throw the towel in because I think you're better than that. And we deserve to, to commit to ourselves and to keep striving for more. And I guess it all just goes back to, I guess, hope, though, too, right? I guess if you realize that there's always hope that you can get better and things will get better, and then you got to just surround yourself with people that can help you get back up in a community. So just remember, whatever you've done with fitness and health and you didn't didn't go the way you wanted it to, figure out a different way or, you know, search out people that could help you think a different way because you can't accept giving up on yourself and not pushing forward because we must keep going forward. And that's what our message is to our listeners is we always can do better. We can learn more, we can do more, and there's going to be bumps in the road, but we must keep going forward. Absolutely. I think like too, like failure, I think we do quotes all the time inside of the studios. You know, it's a big part of 42 is changing the way you guys think. 
we're not just a place you go and you, you get a pump on and you leave. It's like, no, you come in, you get your pump on, you get your workout in, but you will have a mindset shift. And we stress the idea of failure over and over again. And the biggest takeaway for you guys with this is to reprogram yourself in the way you look at failure, oh, right? Yeah. So like failure, look at it like this is good, you know, because usually when you fail, that means you're attempting something hard. That means you're pushing boundaries you've never been into. That means you're doing things that you weren't expected to achieve. It's in, that's a good thing because you want to be a pusher, pusher. Me and Jerry have failed a lot. You know what I mean? We yeah. fell, but guess what? We get back up and the biggest thing is like, all right, I failed. Now analyze the situation, look back at it, learn from it and grow from it. And that's the reprogramming you guys all need to have in your head. That could be uh, fitness related. You know, we're going to fail. It's okay. Regroup, reanalyze, adjust the situation, right? In business, you guys might make an attempt in your life to do something big and you might fail. And if that happens, don't say, I'm never going to open up a business again. Look back at it and be like, hey, I'm going to attack this thing, but from a different angle, a different strategy, something, you know, you might have failed in a marriage, in a relationship. Don't be like, I'm never going to get in a relationship again. Analyze the mistakes, analyze the things, and then grow from them, right? And develop from them because every failure is an opportunity to grow. And I think if you just have that reprogramming, it really could take you guys a long way. And I know that's something we stress constantly. You'll hear us talk about failure over and over again, but we can't stress the benefit of making that mindset shift right there. Ah, oh, see that that's that's why we do this because his take was so much different than mine. <laughs> and same freaking sentence there, but that was awesome. That was so good. And I, I, the message of failure is not bad. It, Shows us a different way. Oh, that's so good. All right. All right. Cool. Let's get to the main topic of the day. This is a good one. So these are non-negotiables in our lives. Now, this is what Ryan and I came up with in our lives. And our goal of this is hopefully you might find one of these useful for yourself. Now, these work for us. These work that uh, we found that they have value to us. And we want to share them with you and, and hoping that we can create some change in your life if there's any ways you can look differently on things. And this first one I'm going right into is it's a great story. So this one is always take the stairs. Always take the stairs. So the story was I was visiting Las Vegas every year we go there for the holidays. And my wife's aunt her husband, Adrian, super cool guy. And we're walking what we approach stairs in an escalator and I go on the escalator and mind you, I'm a fitness owner, coach, all this stuff. And Adrian is in his sixties next to me, walking up the stairs. And I felt like, <laughs> I felt like such a lazy bum in that moment. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, Adrian, he's, I'm like, taking the stairs. And he's like, got to get it when you can get it. And I was like, <laughs> you mother. That was one of those moments in life. It just clicked. And I was like, thank you, dude. Thank you. Like that changed my life. That switched something in my head. And what it did was it got me thinking, like, when we can get the little, little things add up. So those stairs that took 12, 15 seconds to walk up, that 
was his exercise for that moment. And he might not get a lot of different exercise throughout the day, but like that right there moved the needle for him. Me going up the escalator did nothing. And I was like, you know, this is so good to teach a teaching moment to always take the stairs in life. If you get to a fork in a road and something is a little more challenging than the other thing, but the the one thing is going to benefit you more and, and might give you some exercise or might stimulate you more, might might teach you something, like go towards the, the one that is a little more difficult and you'll get more from it. And so what I want you guys to do is every time you find a set of stairs and an escalator, think of us. Think of Jerry's story. <laughs> think of Adrian. Think of Jerry going up the escalator feeling like a complete bum. And then Adrian smiling next to me, getting his exercise in. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> but hopefully you get something from that story. And the biggest deal, like the biggest thing, it's funny because this is actually a rule of life during the 42, right? So we have our rules of life and it's one of the top 10 in there. And I love telling the team about this one because it's about being willing to get uncomfortable, That's really the biggest principle here is seeking the uncomfortable. And the stairs is a great analogy because you go to a mall, guess what? Everybody's on the escalator. Nobody's on the stairs. Ghost town. Right? Ghost town. So it's like, in order for you to separate yourself from the average people, take the stairs. Don't do what the rest of the world is doing. And I think that's what take the stairs is telling you is like, analyze the world where the masses are go a different route Mm -hmm. because the masses at the end of the day, they aren't achieving at a high level. They aren't accomplishing anything. They're all seeking easy and we do not do that. Right. So I think just analyze the world in a different way. Like where's everybody at? Okay. I'm gonna go this way. So always seek the uncomfortable, always just seek out those moments to do things different from everybody else and stand out by being a small percentage of people that seek the uncomfortable and embrace it and learn to love it and make it a part of your being, right? So I love that. I love that concept. I love that story too. It's so funny because I'm a very visual person. So I could like see that interaction. And I know Jerry too. So it probably was like, he was boiling. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So that's a great number one. Number two guys is what I call the mental gym. So every day I enter the mental gym. Think about it. Every day, You guys enter the physical gym, our studios, and you get your workouts in, right? That's transforming your body, your muscles, and everything like that that's going to make you feel good. But the mental gym, do you ever enter a zone to where you actually educate your mind? This is about mind expansion, mind development, growing the muscle of your mind. And the ways you do this is every day, dedicate, like a lot of you guys dedicate an hour to the physical gym, our studios. Now go dedicate yourself to learning too. That, and you could do it in different manners. Read books, listen to podcasts. You guys do it here. Listen to us. That's going to expand your mind. You could take online courses. Jerry gifted me this wonderful gift, like, I don't know, like two years ago called Masterclass. And I've been on that thing ever since. And I always get once a month. I was I take wondering if you ever actually Dude, I still that. do it. I still <laughs> use it, man. Like I, right, I make it a part of my my mental gym, like, hey, all right, I've read a bunch of books. I've done this. Hey, it's time for a masterclass. I need to learn from a high achiever or something like that. So then I take the, a course on there and they're like an hour long, hour and a half. Some are like three hours long. It could take a few days, but it's all about really expanding your mind. And this is really a big deal for me because that's how over time, think about all the concepts me and Jerry are talking about, all this stuff over and over again. 
that took years and years to raise our awareness to be able to speak on stuff like this because we seek out the mental gym. And for every day, I go to the mental gym at least one hour. Just like I go work out for one hour, I sit in my study and I educate my mind. And I got to learn something, got to take some nuggets away every single day. And I encourage you guys to do the same. And remember, these are our our non-negotiables. Analyze your non-negotiables as well, you know? Yeah, Masterclass is great because you're learning from people at the top of their game and might an hour or three hours, whatever, but like it took them their life to get there. And you could pay a, a yearly subscription and learn from, I watched a guy on uh, how to dress. I was like, oh, I want to learn how to dress better. <laughs> I didn't learn too much from it, but I watched it because I'm like, dude, I just, I'm curious at life. I just want to get better at things. And I was like, oh, I'll watch this thing. But like the masterclass is great. I think it's like a couple hundred bucks. And normally at like this time, I think it was like this time I got it for you guys. But I think it was, um, I think it's like two for one sales they do right around mm -hmm. this time. But that's a really cool one. But And it's go, cool. Like yeah. like that one right there, like obviously Jerry gave it to me like, I don't know, like two years ago. Yeah, I think it was too. like two Christmases ago. I got that, right? And it's cool because like I make it a part of like every month I'll sit down and I'll watch one of them. And I've learned like how to barbecue, you know, I've yeah. learned uh, like they have top notch people too. So it's like I learned from Ringo Starr, right? He was te teaching you about drums, but really he was teaching you about how to be a good teammate, a great partner, uh, being a part of a band, you know, yeah. what else? I learned from the CEO of Pepsi, the CEO of Pepsi guys, like yeah. Yeah. a top leader position in the world, you know? And it's like, like Jared was saying, like these people are in three hours, you're learning their, their state of mind, how they think, how they operate, what their day-to-day -day look like. And that's the power of the mental gym is seeking out education because the most powerful thing we have as human beings is our mind. And you got to make sure you use it every single day. You got to think every single day. And that's the power of the mental gym. Just one more thing I want to add is what you said before of like, we're not normal we're seeking the struggle. We want to get better. We don't want to be like everyone else. And I said this last week, but everyone else doesn't necessarily care about this. They don't make it a point. They're not reading in their off times. They're not trying to learn new things. They're not trying to better their minds. Most people, and it's, it, it's just a fact, but most people just go through life and they're just kind of, just kind of floating by and you're a different type of person, but it's not just going to happen that you're just going to get, you're going to learn all these things just because you actually have to commit to it and set time and set a schedule and make it important to you. And so I, I, I challenge you to do that. This next one, it's so cliche, but like a lot of things cliche, I guess, have meaning behind them and there's, there's a purpose, but never miss a Monday. Like, all right, we'll never miss a Monday. Uh -huh. But like Monday, it's the start of a week. Just get that workout in start off like the weekend's over get that workout in get your mind right get like focusing on the week is like just like i was saying before with like fitting 42 being a, a, a deadline oriented there's a start and a finish the start of the week for us is monday i think it's technically sunday is it but anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah true but but no one works on a sunday come on you might <laughs> go for a walk but i'm talking about monday is when the gyms are open, our 42s are open. So, but it's like, don't miss it because then you're, 
it's a mental game. Like I said earlier, the mental fitness is all mental. So if you don't get in on the Monday, then you might say, oh man, and then your schedule's off. And then Tuesday might, you might not work out on Tuesday. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's Wednesday. Might as well start next Monday because I missed the whole week already. And like, I'm just saying, if you can get this non-negotiable in, it's like, nope, I go to Monday. I work out on a Monday. I start my week off, right? And obviously things can come up and you might have to go to uh, something or whatever. It, but actually, I'm just thinking out loud. If if you know you have to go something at nighttime, you have a, a function or something, you get it in the morning. But try to hold yourself to not missing a Monday's workout. I love it because there's a reason why I coach every Monday. I do that Monday nights. You can catch me at my studio getting it in. And what I tell the team is, hey, we getting big mo on our side today. We getting big mo, you know, and big mo, if you don't know, that's momentum. We're getting momentum on our side, right? And Monday is the day to get your, make sure you get all those out, get your workouts in, get your food in, get your water intake, all this stuff we've taught you guys, you get your non-negotiables in because you're, what you're trying to do is build that momentum on your side for the week. And I just, we've been doing this a long time and I fall under that too. If my Monday doesn't go as planned, all of a sudden it leaks into Tuesday and I'm like, oh, oh, Wednesday. And it's like, oh yeah, I'll start next week, you know? And it's just like, it's, it's something to how our brains work. Right. But always get that Monday or that Monday workout in, always get your non-negotiables in, always stick to your agenda, your plan and the task you have to do in order to get big mo on your side, because you want momentum going through the week every single week. Right. And the ones that get momentum are the ones that are most successful. We're trying to teach you guys to be high achievers. So that's what it's all about. All right, guys. Number four, guys, on the list here of these non-negotiables is movement daily. Movement daily, you know. Um, and this is, I'll give you guys my perspective on this one, why I really train. You know, like if you've been listening, we were talking about last week how like me and Jerry, our hobby, you know, was training and coming up and now it's our profession. So yes, we have to do it for our profession. That's one part. But uh, for me and a lot of people that I work with in the Palm Springs studio, we do it for our minds. Daily movement every day, whether it's training or working or walking or doing bike rides, something every day, what it does is it helps with your emotional state. So those, one, it's in a, a task. So you achieve something. So now you get a dopamine rush. You get all these good, feel-good hormones. But for me, I'm someone that still suffers from like anxiety, anger management, and all these things from my childhood and the number one way I've learned over life to combat all this is physical exercise and training myself and getting control of my emotions. So like for me, I can't miss a workout. It's like, cause it's incredibly vital to my mental state, you know? And I think for me, it's, it's beyond, I, I, yeah, I want to look good and all that stuff, but it's like, no daily movement, daily exercise is profound for the way I think the way I feel, my emotional state. So I do not miss it. And it does that for all of us, you know? And there's this power with daily movement that majority of the world aren't doing. Like I'm talking to straight 42ers right now. So you guys are a different breed. You know, you guys are a part of yeah. the, the 2% of the world getting after it. But the rest of the people, they're not doing this stuff. And you guys understand the benefits of it. You guys understand how it makes you feel. So make sure that you never, you never stop training, you never stop moving, and you keep working your body. Yeah, movement every day is imperative. And I would challenge you guys, if you're in a bad mood, you're having a bad day, you're stressed out, just go for a walk for 
45 minutes to an hour, just get out there and just go think, listen to podcasts, listen to do whatever. Maybe don't listen to anything. Just let your mind wander. But there's something really special that happens chemically in your body that it calms you down. And that's just going for a walk. But like Ryan went like internally and I just did a little like mentally right there. But like physically, we got to move every day. We're movement creatures. We're like, we're used to walking our whole lives back when, you know, hundreds, thousands of years ago. And now we hardly move. And then you might say, then think about this guys. If you're, there's 168 hours in the week and some of you might work out two or three days a week and that's all the working out you do. So you're working out three, two, three hours and there's 165 hours more in the week that you're not moving. And not moving in it like a way like you're planning it. Like I'm saying, you go to work. And even if you're active at work, your body's used to that. So it's not the same as like taking time away from your, your normal movement of the day and actually exercising. So it's imperative that you make this a non-negotiable. It's so basic. It's so obvious. But sometimes, guys, we just need to be reminded, right? We just need to be reminded of what we already know in life. And this is us saying, hey, you don't take a day off from walking or going for a bike ride or it doesn't have to be an all out workout, but it does have to be get your heart rate up and get your body moving. Because if you're sore, if your back's aching, if whatever is aching you, movement will help repair it and get it feeling better, get your blood flowing through. So uh, remember this, and hopefully this sticks with you to try to get seven days a week of movement. I think the big, like, big takeaway, I love Jared's uh, outlook. That's what I love about this. He always has a perspective. I always have a perspective. Yeah. And the biggest thing, it was awesome, like be productive every day. Like as human beings, we are like come from hunters and gatherers and yeah. we're supposed to be productive. So be productive every day by moving yourself, being active, being physical, right? Now, guys, number five, uh, this one's big for me, you know, and it's a simple one, but you got to execute on it. It's number five is review goals nightly. So this one's a simple one to review, but you have to first off, take the step of creating your goals, yeah. you know, and that's a big deal. It's like I talk to a lot of people. Most people that come through our studio don't have goals, don't know where they're headed. Like this, So the power of goals, guys, knowing where you're headed in your life. Like, how do you not think about this? You know, you like, you can't just drift through life and hope that you accomplish this and that and this and that. It's like, no, that's not how it works. You got to be deliberate. You got to be intentional and you got to actually write down your goals, what you want in your career, in your relationships, in your hobbies, in your finances, in your business, in your health, in like all these categories, come up with goals for yourself and know where you're headed. And then the key is every single day, is to review them, right? At night before you go to bed. So now you review them, you know where you're headed and then you, you're accomplishing the goals. Once you're done with a goal, check it off, write a new one and you keep it moving. Everyone waits till the new year. Who cares about the new year? Like every day is an opportunity. Once you're done with a goal, you keep the train rolling, right? So every day you're reviewing the goals and what this does is when you're sleeping, your body's focused on the goals. It's focused on that dream house. It's focused on your business goals. It's focused on your new, uh, you know, the physique you want and the, the results you're trying to get. And that drives you because every day you wake up, you know why you're working so hard, why you're pushing yourself, why you're doing these non-negotiables every single day. 
You're doing them because you want to achieve your goals. And I think constantly being aware every single day of where you're headed, what you want out of your life is key. And then that's how you're going to get it. I've just, I know I have analyzed so many people and the ones that have their goals are the high achievers. The ones that don't care about goals, they don't accomplish anything. And I don't like for my team to be a part of that. And then guys, number six. So make sure you write the, create your goals. And then I want you guys to analyze them every single night. And then number six, guys, this one's a simple one as well. This one's about breaks, taking breaks for yourself because we could be go, 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 go all the time. And it's okay to detach from yourself and analyze the world. One, to rest, to recover, right? You might go hard for months and months and then there's a weekend and take that weekend to go relax with your family, to enjoy it, to breathe, you know, and enjoy the life you've created. And I think taking advantage of little breaks, whether it's going to like Disneyland or doing a staycation, look at the, your agenda throughout the year because as high achievers, people always go and go and go and it is okay to take a break so that you can analyze because when you're in the go, 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 you're in the rat race, you're in like the comp- competition, you're in there getting after it. And sometimes detaching and doing a wide view out makes you analyze the situation. Now you're able to analyze your life better. You're able to think things clear and you're able to make better choices, create new goals. And I think a little downtime is extremely beneficial for people. So make it a part of your yearly agenda is putting those breaks in there, enjoying your Thanksgiving, enjoy your Christmas, enjoy Labor Day when it comes, right? Try to find those moments where you could take a breather, you could relax, and you could just enjoy your life. And it just makes a big deal with recovering, resting, so that you have the energy, you recharge so you could get after it again. So number six is take those breaks, detach from the world, recharge, recover, so that you could give more. Yeah, I know. You, I was thinking earlier was telling us that, telling me that you're, where are you guys going? You guys are going to uh, Disney World? Yeah, so we got, we're going to Coronado for Thanksgiving and then Christmas, we're going to Disney World in Florida. That's awesome. You know, and those are like our detached periods. Those are our break times, like, because it's always go, 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 go. But guess what? I'm a family guy. Like, I love my girls. I love, and they deserve for me to focus on them. Right. And to relax, to breathe, to smile, to laugh, you know, and to enjoy and to just recharge. So now when I get back, I'm able to give the 42 universe all of me and I'm charged and I'm pumped up and I'm ready to rock and roll. That's awesome, man. And so this list was something we put together that, you know, works for us, like I said earlier. And hopefully you digest this and, it, and you find some things that, that resonated with you and it stimulated your mind. And that's all we're trying to do. We're just trying to come at you from different angles and, and just uh, be in your head. And so when you start, you start finding challenges in your life, hopefully we could start addressing them on this and you already listened to it. You're like, oh, that, that might help with this or whatever. But that's why we're here. And I know I'm really enjoying doing this because it is getting me to think about what we do and how we can help you guys more and what we could share with the world. And it's been really, a, it's been a fun journey so far. So take those, create your non-negotiable guys, implement them into your life. Look at ours. 
take some of those, but think about your non-negotiables too. Come up with your list and then stick to them. And what that does ultimately, it prevents you from drifting through life aimlessly. And it gives you a roadmap to follow. It gives you principles and values to your life and it guides you, right? And that's, it's all about being intentional and deliberate every single day of your life. And if you do that, you'll be well on your way to a high achievement. I think a really powerful word you used a few times was intentional. It is really easy to blink and the month is gone and you're like, whoa, and you just didn't feel like you moved the needle a lot because days go by quick and we are in our, we're in our like just routines. And if we're intentional about what we want to work on and we carve out time for ourselves, it's crazy how much time you could just, you don't realize you have unless, and when you start planning stuff out and you kind of segregate time, then you're like, wow, I really found a lot of time. And I know a lot of you in the past, not anymore, but you used to be like, oh, I don't have time for that. Well, now you've made time and you've created time. You didn't create it, but you created the blocks where you could get things going and get and and, and make a difference in your life. So being intentional is, is something I want want you to remember from this talk today. And be intentional with this. Commit to yourself. You're the only one that like what you say to yourself like really matters. So be truthful with yourself. And if you say you're going to do something, do it. All right. That's all we got to say. Thanks for listening. You got anything else, right? That's it. That's it. 42 Universe. Hope you guys took some stuff away and learned a lot. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. 